Welcome to the Becoming Ammon podcast, a podcast designed to help young men and women prepare for their missions so that they not only survive, but thrive while on them. I'm your host, Stephen J. Hakes, as well as author of the book, Becoming Ammon, the philosophy of personal development for becoming the ultimate missionary. going on guys uh, as promised today we're talking about sowing a good seed or knowing how to invest your time carefully so in order to have any success stem from your hard work you need to make sure that your efforts are rooted in the proper things um, because if you plant a field full of thistles you're going to get exactly that in return but if you plant a field full of wheat and take care of it you're going to enjoy a plentiful plentiful harvest of such uh, one of my favorite examples of the importance of choosing what seed to sow or what to invest your time in comes from the book, The Little Prince. Uh, to preface my following remarks, I need to explain this book is a little bit fantastical uh, and based around the hero, The Little Prince, who comes from a, a planet that's smaller than a New York City apartment. Um, throughout the book, he travels to other small planets and learns important lessons as he does so. Well, on one of the planets, the little prince meets with a businessman who's trying to count something. And when the little prince asks what the businessman is doing, the man becomes frustrated over being interrupted and uh, eventually responds to the little prince by saying he's counting the shiny things in the sky. Turns out it's the stars. When the little prince asks why he would be doing that, the businessman tells him that it's because he owns them. Uh, in order to signify his ownership, he puts the number of stars on a piece of paper and gives it to the bank. Uh, the little prince then responds by saying, I have a flower that I water every day, and I have three volcanoes, which are really small ones on this tiny planet, that I chimney sweep every week. He said, it's good for my volcanoes, and it's good for my flower that I own them, but you're no good to the stars. So what are the most rewarding things in life? From my experience, they're the things that have benefit for both sides. Ones that, as the little prince revealed, involve a reciprocal relationship. So anybody who has ever raised an animal knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, you got to feed your dog daily and take it for walks. But how much joy do you receive when you come home and are met with uncontrolled happiness? If you've ever raised chickens, then you know there's no way to describe the satisfaction of caring for them while being daily rewarded with eggs. Like literally almost nothing in life tastes as good as fresh eggs from your own chickens. Or maybe you've raised a garden and you've picked that ripe tomato and put it on a BLT or you have that fresh, you know, cob of corn. And it just, there's no comparison to anything you buy from the store. So... To sum this up, what can you say about the things that you invest your time in? To use the little prince's word, words, is it good for them that you own them? Are you investing into things that you not only receive benefit from, but also give back to? Or are you spending your time counting the stars simply so you can own them? I think a good example of this is Instagram, because it can easily consume all of our time as we mindlessly scroll or, or any social media. But there's other people who actually invest time into it and produce content and can actually, you know, make money off of it or um, have a big impact and, and influence people. So it just depends, like, it depends on how you're investing, too, because um, you can, two people can be on Instagram 
but one can be getting a lot more back from it. So just remember that um, the law of sacrifice is true across the board. And you get back from life what you put into it. Something else that really helps um, in kind of knowing how to get started on stuff is to look to examples of those who have been um, to places you want to go before. So like your idols or your heroes or those people that you look up to. Um, we're pretty lucky in, in our life. I'd say the luckiest so far of any people who have ever been alive. And the reason I say that is because um, people have been at this whole life thing for thousands of years. And there are countless prophets, teachers, philosophers, leaders, etc., who have spent a majority of their time wrestling with the question of like how to deal with this life thing. And they've recorded their answers and often written books or told stories and tried to communicate the things that they've learned. And we have all of that information at our fingertips. And we, I mean, just more than we could ever possibly absorb in an entire lifetime. And it's all right there instantly on the internet, things like that. We can order books from Amazon and they'll get here one, two days later. So, um, but on the flip side with all that information, it, it can become a little tough to know what to put your time into because, you know, there's so many books and things. Who do you, who do you listen to? Who do you go to? And I'd say that the best thing to do is look at the people's results and say, is this the kind of life that I want to lead? So if you're looking for heroes, um, they can be anything from maybe like a Bible uh, hero. Of course, Jesus is a great example, but it could also be someone who's like a sports idol or a business or just a good person that you you believe they're living life the right way, or maybe a good missionary. Hence what I tried to do with this book in Ammon and just try to find clues that they've left and pattern your initial journey after them. Because if you start, you can find your own path by starting on someone else's. It can be intimidating to look at, you know, just this forest of trees and, and see no entry or no, no path at all. But, Look for one, look for someone who's blazed one and you can start on theirs for a little bit. And once you get some, some confidence, momentum, learn the route a little bit, then you can break off and make your own. So, um, in order to help, uh, I would, I would recommend that you guys ask yourself the following questions and this will help you determine who your heroes are and how you can learn best from them. So first question is who are your heroes? Second is why. Why are these people your heroes? Three is what qualities do they possess uh, that you most want to emulate? And four is, is there a way that you can uncover their blueprints for success? Possibly a book, a meeting with them, or anything else. If you do these things, this will greatly help you to get started and also ensure that you're not planting, you know, to go along with our common theme of plants and seeds, it will help you ensure that you're planting a good seed. As you've seen someone else do the things and the, the results that they've gotten. So um, don't be afraid to utilize the vast knowledge and database of information of those who have gone before us that we have at our fingertips. 
and ensure that whatever you're sowing or investing your time in, um, that it's a reciprocal relationship.